talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories podcast. It's your boy Chris with a K, aka Quack, or Quack, aka Chris with a K, whichever way is okay with me. Bars. Um, but we're on episode 59, one episode away from episode 60, you know, about to enter that retirement age number, you know. But, anyways, we're going to still keep going. But, um, yes. For those who are back on this podcast, your return listeners, I thank you for wanting to check out and hear what I had to say, hear my voice today. And those whose first time it is to the podcast, I'm going to cover three things. One, this podcast, you're probably asking what's it about. It's really about my thoughts and theories, like a mental diary. And the goal of it is to teach you, one, that it's okay to think for yourself. Of course, you want to be in the right headspace and mind space. You want to have, you know, you want to make sure you have a mind before you you start to think for yourself and use it and two ultimately um to encourage you not only to think for yourself but encourage you to how to think you know because we're taught what what to think we're taught how to be robots we're not we're not taught how to um embrace our individuality as well as we're not taught how to think to be creative and stuff we're taught to just be dependent and ask for handouts and you know just be a yes man to someone who doesn't care about us but anyways until that I say no man um so that's the first thing the second thing is understand this podcast like i said is about my thoughts and theories the mental diary meaning everything i'm saying it's not going to be facts it's going to be a lot of opinionated stuff people so if you feel that you don't like what i say feel free or don't agree with what i'm saying or just overall like your type of person is like okay i don't really like this guy feel free to cut off the podcast you are not obligated to stand, stay here. Feel free to treat this like a bus or a train, train ride. Get off at the next stop and never come back to this again. You know, you'll be doing not only yourself a favor, but your boy Chris with a KK Quack a favor as well. Um, and three, obviously, if you want to get in contact with me, visit chrisative.com, K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. All my social medias are listed on there as well, like such as my Instagram, you know, my YouTube, you know, so you can follow, subscribe to those things. I appreciate it very much as well as, um, you know, I have a merch store and you can support your boy, you know, to help, you know, um, further this podcast and grow it. It's important for me to do work on future projects to take this podcast next level. Right. Um, and that's pretty much it, people. And also, oh, yes. If you're one of those people that don't like what I have to say, but he's like, I'm still this podcast. I just didn't agree with what he said on that episode. Feel free to hit me up in my inbox on my Instagram and in my DM. Send me a voice message. I prefer voice message over written because you can hear more context to that. So when you are sending me a message, I can understand. Is this person mad at me? They're cracking, they're roasting. they happy, they're glad, they're crying. Whatever the case, I can detect emotion better when there's an actual voice message, you know. Um, that's the cool thing about technology. It allows us to communicate from the comforts of our phone from anywhere. Bathroom, in a bed, in a corner, in an alley, in a car, in a restaurant, outside, in a park, on a mountain, in a cave, if you get reception down there. But anyways, yes, people, that wraps up the introductions. So, um, yes, today episode, I want to talk about... Hmm, 
you know, I did an episode on understanding and um, understanding knowing what you signed up for. And I want to kind of go into that a little bit more deep, but kind of title this title this episode. See the signs. Not the song with Elmo and Chris Brown did. Oh, yeah. Chris Brown was on um, Sesame Street back in the day. Like a lot of celebrities, low key, y'all don't know was on Sesame Street and they made a song on Sesame Street like Chris Brown singing I had a song called See the Sign that thing was slapping stop right there dance with me it, 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 it's, 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 it's a tight song I like the song I'm actually gonna play it after I get done with this I'm gonna turn on Spotify listen to that song before I go to work if it's on Spotify if not I know it's definitely on YouTube but anyways so what I want to get into today is that you know um, I've recently come aware of this couple that I know um, and they're together obviously because they're a couple and what's oddly about this couple is that like you know in this this world you can't really be honest about things because you are people take it the wrong way but it's literally a reaction a lot of times reactions aren't just aren't my like my final my final verdict it's just like oh my gosh I ran into something new and this is how I'm reacting to it but how I feel overall about it going from now on can be a completely different thing, you know? But my reaction is just like, oh, snap, that's just how I interacted with it when I first experienced it. So what I mean by that is like this couple, um, the guy, he is a very quiet to himself. You can tell he's an introvert. I grew up an introvert, people. I grew up an introvert, not wanting to talk to people. Batman basically raised me. I always say that a lot. Batman's very an introvert. He's not that much talkative. He doesn't really hang around people. He just likes to do his job, which is protect Gotham. Huh. And go back to the Batcave and find other villains to take down. Make sure the streets are safe and whatnot. So, he's very quiet to himself. Like, to the point, like, if this is like a show and stuff like, or something like that, he would be that person in the show that doesn't talk he would be like that guy that dances like if he had a group of people he hung out with it would be that guy that dan you know um the guy who got famous went viral for like you know it was the black guy was like what you doing baby i said it pity like pity <laughs> but basically he was doing like this dance or he was hopping around and stuff and just going in places just in and, um just dancing and then the guy was like what are you doing dan you you know, it was funny. He would go on establishments and he just dance and stuff, disrupting people's businesses and stuff. But, you know, it was really cool. It was really funny. You know, if I had a business, you know, you know, he would have got, got drop kicked or something. But anyways, he would be hanging out with him. His group of people he would hang out with would be him. And let me call this guy I'm talking about um, Mike. So Mike is very quiet. And um, Mike, if he had a group of friends he hung out with, it would be Dan, that guy I just described, a dancing guy, a mime, um, Plank from Ed, Ed, Nettie. Um, let me get throw Batman, but Batman kind of talks, you know. Any character that you could think from a show or movie that doesn't talk and that's there and then people can communicate with them, like, how, how is they talking to this thing? He ain't saying words. That is Mike, right? So I'm like, this guy doesn't talk at all. So when I found out he was dating a girl, and the girl name is, I'm going to call her, um, 
Susan. So Mike and Susan. So Susan, I'm like, how do you get Susan? Because Mike's not an ugly guy. Susan's not an ugly girl. You know, Susan's cute. You know, Mike. Mike's a decent looking guy. So I'm not doubting his ability to, of his looks and stuff. I'm just doubting his ability to pull girls because he's just quiet. And I don't think a girl wants a guy that's quiet. You know, because girls say about three or four times the words per day than the guy. And guys say less. I mean, it might be more beneficial in a relationship if it was reversed where the guy does a lot of talking and the girl doesn't, you know. But um, but in this case, women like to be talked to and communicated with, you know. So there's no woman I met that's like, yeah, I don't want a guy that doesn't talk to me, doesn't say nothing, you know. Unless she's after you for your money, she's a gold digger or something like that. But she, I'm telling you guys, um, Susan, she's not a gold digger. So she's a cute girl. So I'm like, how did he pull that? Like, when I see scenarios like this that don't make no sense, I hate it because it's like, oh, no, this probably ain't going to work out, you know, between them two. But I love it because, it's like, there's hope for any guy to, to pull a girl that's above him. Like, not, not in a sense above him, but that's what I'm trying to say is that women usually mature more faster than men that's why women usually go for older men and not men their age or younger than them you know um so basically a guy how do you pull a girl that's kind of ahead of his time because he's older than her but by, by a couple years so he's very quiet so how did he pull her did like he does this guy talk i believe this guy talk when he talks he looks at people and they look back him in the eyes and they can just read he has a power of telepathy he can like talk to people with his mind you know, but my, my theory is like, how did he talk to this girl? Did he pull up to her and just went right by her ear and start just singing a whisper, whispering a yin yang twin song, wait till you see my, like, hey, little mama, how you doing out there? Like, did he do that? Did he do that? And she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like on the episode of like Dexter's Laboratory, throwback show, in Dexter's Lab. You know, that show was, 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 it still slaps to this day. But that episode where he learned French, well, he didn't really learn French. He learned how to say omelette du flamage. And the girl was going crazy. And they go, oh my God, say it again. And he was whispering that in her ear. Well, did he say that to Susan? Did Mike say that to Susan? So, the point is, they're going out, they're together. And then I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I'm wondering, what, what do y'all do when y'all, it's just like y'all on a date? Do y'all just sit there and look at each other? You know? I'm just. You know, because Susan, she talks. You just have to engage her, but she's she's more talk, way talkative to him. You know, so I notice, I notice from time to time, like Mike would just be kind of distant from her and stuff like that. You know, like we all went out to eat, Mike, Susan, me, and some other folks, and we're sitting there. They're really, I mean, they're kind of engaged, but they're on their phone. Like when I go on break, because they. they these people happen to work with me so when i go on a break everybody that are friends happen to sit at the same table as soon as everybody get the same table everybody goes to their phone so it's like why did everybody look for their friends to go sit at a table on break just so they could be on their phone this makes no sense if it was bank account right now it would make no sense you know we live in a world where people are disconnected unless everybody's in a group chat at a table talking to each other that that'll be fine but like no one's communicating verbally so i'm like yo this sucks you know, so a lot of times on break, I would like usually sit by myself and stuff like that. Cause there's no point in trying to talk to people if they're not going to listen, you know, but, um, I don't want to be on their phone and distracted. I'm trying to work on when I'm hanging out with people to not be on my phone, to give them my full attention to look in the eye so it can help me focus. Right. Um, 
But yeah, 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 we're all sitting at the table and then we're up waiting on Mike to come out. And Mike sees us at the table. You know, Susan pulls up a chair because the table is really like a four-seater, but she scoots over and make it a five-seater on the table. And I was like, oh, that's nice of her. And she makes a seat for him. He comes over, comes to the table, and then he actually just goes to another table and sits by him. So I'm like, yo, why are you doing that? I was like, am I am like, doesn't he see that his girlfriend right there, son? So you just going to dish dip? this your girlfriend like that she got a chair set up for you and everything like i would have been like yo it's fine she went over there but like you could have been like yo babe can we go sit over here like to let her know at the end of the day we good at the end of the day the only person that really matters the most at the table to mike should have been susan because they're together because i believe when you're dating and definitely when you're married you are you are becoming when you get married you become one where you're dating you're learning how to replace the i and me with us and we Oh gosh, it's the bar. Let me say it again. When you're when you're married, it's it's just we. It's just y'all are one. But when you're dating, you're learning how to replace the I and me with us and we. Wow, that's a bar. Anyways, so that's my mindset about it, you know. But in that scenario, he just chose I and me. So I'm like, damn, he might as well just be single. Like, I don't know why he did that, but I'm pretty sure his girlfriend gonna feel the type of way about it because she later asked me. Which she later asked me, like, you think it's wrong that he did what he did? And I was like, well, it depends on your relationship. To me, I, I wouldn't like it. But at the end of the day, it's your relationship. But I understand that he's a, he's an introvert. So I would say, hey, Mike, you going to just, wait, so you just going to not sit here? Why aren't you sitting here? You know, I was like, yo, across the lunchroom. I was like, why aren't you sitting over here? And he points. And then he points at another friend sitting next to me. And her name is Megan. And I was like, dang what Megan do to you you know but but the point is he's an introvert and sometimes he likes to be himself and in, as I was talking to Susan about him she wants to incorporate friends in his life and stuff like that and I was like that is great and I mean she's like I don't force him or anything which is good but I was like at the end of the day at the end of the day Susan Mike is going to have to make a decision for himself you can help him and guide him all you want but he has to make that decision for himself because end of the day how i look at it is like you can't be with somebody and that someone you're with is just your only friend because you want to come on and have stories like yo so i was hanging out with the boys today blah 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 you know because your your other half want to see how you uh, interact with people of your same sex you know your friends and stuff like that you know because it kind of tests your consistency is this person the same is this person the same around me as he is with his friends? Obviously, there's differences. Like, obviously, he's going to be calling me baby and stuff and hugging and kissing and cuddling. I'm just saying, is he act the same? Is he congruent? Because some people, they'll get, they'll get very, act very different when they're around their friends and act very different with you. I'm like, what the freak? Hold up. You're two different people. So it's like they want to just see how you interact because you're, you're going to be honest around people like your friends and stuff because you don't tend, have no attention on you know marrying them or doing anything with them there's like no nothing to really prove to them you know these people you can be undisputedly just open with you know and stuff like that but anyways i just found it funny but so i was talking to her about that you know and um today because megan took megan actually ended up taking susan home and Megan was like, "Yo, man, it was, it's bad." Like, at at the, cause they they work at we all they we all work at the same place. They work the same shift, you know. Susan and Mike, um, Mike drives Susan's work. His girlfriend, um, 
but at the moment Mike couldn't drive because something happened to his car so like when it's time to go home I didn't think about it but I'm like how are you going to get home um, Susan's lunchbox like I, I guess at the end of the day they put their lunchbox in the same locker and Mike got out first so he's sitting in the break room he had Susan's lunchbox there and Mike was talking to another co-worker and then so Susan just comes up grabs the lunchbox and walks out, walks out she doesn't even say nothing this is what Megan told me I'm like oh wow you know, so she asked Megan, she, Megan, can you take me home? Because she didn't want to deal with Mike. I'm like, oh. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, is that Mike is very, he's very quiet. He's very introvert. Obviously, he has stuff going on. No one wakes up and do stuff like this. No one, also, in the day, wants to be alone and be an introvert. Everybody wants to be around people love. We were made to be social. We're social creatures. So, here's the thing. I told her, if Mike's not willing to open up and stuff like that, while I was talking to Megan about this, I was like, Megan, Mike's not willing to open up. He's not willing to change. It's going to suck. So the point of the story is, this is what I want to get to. Before you enter any type of relationship, whether it be personal, you know, personal friendship, business, anything like that, understand what you're signing up. This is like an extended series. So see the signs before they're coming. When Susan met Mike, Susan knew Mike was a quiet and introvert. So that's why me and Megan were surprised she got with him. Because, like, wait, you know this boy quiet. He don't talk. I think the one of the biggest flaws of women is, is like, I applaud them, but it sucks. You're just shooting yourself self in the foot. Is that they'll say they want a type of man. And the type of man they want is not a type of guy they're with. Meaning, for instance, like, yo, I want a guy who's six figures make six figures let's say i'm a female i'm like yeah i want a guy who makes six figures right you know but i end up getting with a guy with that makes 50 grand but your standard is is uh, six figures but you good with fit we got 50 grand as long as he ambitious it's just a low key of saying i want to get with a guy who's gonna make six figures in the future but i want to i guess i'm trying if i can't find one that currently makes one i want to make six figures i'm going to find one that's on his way there that's making six figures that's fine and dandy if the guy says that. If that guy says, my goal is to make six figures so you, you can um, be with him while he's shooting in the gym, which is cool, and cheerlead him and motivate and help him. That's cool. But if the guy says nothing about him having ambitions on being a six-figure um, earner, and he literally says, I'm just going to be average and make 40, 50 grand. But you are, a, you think he's playing, assuming, and hope and believe like yo nah he really wants to make six figure you're setting yourself up for failure meaning susan's with mike and i don't think mike has any intentions of being really talkative and stuff i think he's going to be probably quiet all of his life i'm pretty sure she has issues that goes on with his family you know i don't know what he went through everybody has trauma everybody you know no one is excluded from that everybody has trauma you know um so i think susan's under the impression that mike's going to grow up to be this extrovert guy I'm, I was a, I'm an introvert by nature. Like, when I'm not around people, I'm quiet. When I'm home, I'm quiet. But I decided to be an extrovert. Like, I made a decision to be one, you know? Um, in my last relationship, which I talked about in previous episodes, is that I was with a girl, and she wanted me, make, me make, making money, taking her out and stuff. She was hoping I'd become this guy. And that's something I'm hoping to be, but the process was long. I wasn't. It wasn't clicking. She wanted me to get a job. I was like, nah. I'm, I'm working on this business I'm working in, but I wasn't really doing, putting any work to it, any action to it, any pedal to the metal. I can't be a business owner and employee at the same time, which, you know, which is a lie. I, 
I found out later, but she ended up dumping me. It's like, it gets to the point where, hey, woman, you have to know your worth and like draw a line in the sand. Like, yo, I'm sorry I wasted your time and thought you were somebody you weren't, but I can't be with this. Honestly, I analyze what I really want. It turns out this is not it. This is not it. And that's something I think she's not looking at and she's failing to realize. And it sucks. And that, it no, it really, really sucks. So she's setting herself up for failure. She's hoping Mike's going to become this somewhat extroverted guy and be this social butterfly, but I don't think he is. And just that one thing alone can ruin a relationship because I'm not sure if they talk when they're together a lot. I don't think so. But communication is key in any relationship. If communication is broken, there is no way a relationship is going to work. There's no communication, no trust. It's not going to work. So at the end of the day, it's like, hey, making sure you know what you're signing up, understanding what you're signing up. Look at the signs. Like, is the person you're looking for, like the person you're with, because this is how it should be. The person you're looking, everybody has a person they're looking for, but you have to make sure that the person they're looking for is looking for them. So we, we women always consider what, but they don't consider what the other man wants. They make their own interpretation of this is I, this is what a guy wants instead of just asking the guy what does he really want. So like when you're dating, when you're talking to somebody, drill them with the tough questions like, yo, man, before we, I do not want to waste I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you, I don't want, I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your time because they're both valuable. So this might sound like an interview, which it is. I mean, we're talking and stuff, but I got some questions. I got some questions. You got to ask tough questions like, yo, are you, are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Do you have friends? Are you talkative? Do you like to communicate? If we're together, are you going to be on your phone? Are you not? Like, you have to ask these questions, not all at once, but, like, work your way up to them and ask them, you know, over the course of dating. I'm talking about these type of questions are your non-negotiables, meaning if they, they don't give you the answer you like, don't pursue it because they're telling you what they are, are like and what they want. And you can't change anybody's mind about what they want. You have to be with some pirate person that whatever they want and whatever you want, they match up to but if what they want and you want don't match up, it's probably not going to work out because you guys are on two completely different pages. The only way it'll work out if two people want two different things is one person has to compromise what they want and give that up. And like, okay, you know what? I no longer want what I want. You know, I'm okay with compromising and giving into what you want. And let's focus on what you want and that's it. You know, that's how that either you... One of three things happens. Either you both want what each other wants and you come come together, things work out. Um, someone compromises what they want, give up what they want to focus on what the other person wants, or you two walk your separate ways. I think in this case, it's the third one. That, you know, the second or third one's gonna happen. I don't think that the first one's gonna happen where they're gonna both want what each other wants. I think either one's gonna compromise or walk away. I. I think the third one's going to happen where both is going to walk away. I don't see it turning out great. I just don't see it. I don't understand. I just honestly don't see it happening at all. So, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. And um, it sucks for me to say it, but that's the hard truth. But think about it. The truth 
will save you a lot of hurt and a lot of time. It sucks, but guess what? The pain is way less. It hurts way less. But the longer you wait and avoid the truth, the pain's gonna be greater. And all this time is gonna be wasted. You know, but I, I believe you can learn from any mistake, but a lot of times people don't, and then repeat the same cycle. Because they keep hoping and wishing people to be something or not. So people, let this be a lesson to you, because it's definitely a lesson to me. I've been single for the longest, but I'm glad I've been single for the longest because I got to sit back and just observe and watch how relationships are working out. And like, oh, snap. By literally becoming an observer of life, meaning when you, by an observer, I mean becoming someone who just looks at situation and sees how it plays out, meaning leaving your emotions out. Be like, yeah, oh, snap, this has happened. Let's, let me see how it plays out. Not stopping it and be like... I hope it plays out like this. And it better happen, plays out like this, you know. And it doesn't play like this and you get mad, walk away. Watch things and let them play out how they play out. You know, observe in life. And trust me, you'll be a lot more successful because you now you're now learning to understand understand the nature of things instead of instead of the fallacy, the, the fantasy. Understand the nature of things instead of the fantasy. Because you understand the nature of things. It'll be easier for you to live in your fantasy. But if you're living in your fantasy and not the nature of things, then you won't know what's real. Because when I say nature of things, I mean the reality of things instead of the, the, the lie of things, you know. But, yeah, people, that's just it. And that's how the cookie crumples. So what do you guys think? Do you think Mike and Susan is going to stay together or are they going to split away? So which one do you think? Let me know. Send me a message. Do you think Mike and Susan, they're both going to talk about what they want and it somehow matches up and they stay together? Do you think that Mike or Susan, each one, are, one of them, one of them is going to compromise and just give into other ways? Two or three, do you think Mike and Susan is going to break up? I think three, they're going to break up. And I hope that happens sooner than later. Because it's just going to save them a lot of time. But yeah, that's it, folks. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please let your boy know. Uh, please follow me on my social media at chrisative.com. Um, I'm going to spell K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. You know, follow me on my social media. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Buy some merch from my store. You know, send a boy um, some support. Show your boy some support. I mean it a lot. Remember, if you don't like everything I say here on this podcast, remember. Oh, gosh, you got an accent. Remember, uh, these are my opinions, a.k.a. my thoughts and my theories. You're awesome. Peace. I'm out.